If you would take your scriptures, turn with me to Proverbs chapter 3. We'll be reading verses 13 through 26. Proverbs 3, 13 through 26. Would you give ear to the reading of God's word? Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy are all who retain her. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up, and the clouds dropped down the dew. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, so they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down, and your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. Let's pray. O Lord, we come before you this morning to give thanks to you, to call on your name, to make known among the nations what you have done to sing before you praise to your name, to tell of all your wonderful deeds. We lift our voices in glory to your holy name. Let our hearts be filled with joy. Help us as we study your word this morning to look to you for strength and to seek your face. Help us to remember the wonders you have done, the miracles and the judgments you have declared. May we as your children and your servants stand before your throne in the grace given us in Christ Jesus. Amen. Men are constantly searching for ways to improve themselves. You only need to go into any bookstore, secular or Christian. Go and and look over the shelves for a short time. And you will see that many of the books written today are self-help books. There are books to help you live a happier life, find a better job, have a more intimate relationship with your mate, books to help you build a better self-image or to help you change another's perspective of you, books to help you sell yourself or to see into others' minds. Many of these, even those in the Christian bookstores, are but attempts to part the ignorant from their money. How can I say that? I can say it because we are clearly told in God's word that wisdom and insight into human nature only comes from God. The place you need to be looking for help with your life is God's word. Now, I know some of those books are based in Scripture and they can be helpful. 
Man's wisdom is but folly. It leads down the path to total destruction, to total darkness. What benefits does wisdom provide? In the end, only one result can, can, can comes from dependence on human wisdom, and that's death. The man who has no ear and no heart with which to believe the gospel of Jesus Christ is a man lost in the darkness of human wisdom. An unregenerate man thinks he can stand before this God and tell him how it is and make him see that he as a man was right and God was wrong. He believes the good in his life should please anyone because it pleases him. He has taken his own idea of a good life as his standard, and that standard is based on human wisdom. God tells us in Jeremiah about the human heart and the wisdom it produces. Jeremiah 17, verses 9 and 10. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doing. My friends, I said last week that even the Christian is not better in nature because of his salvation. He is still a sinner, yet one saved by grace. If we deceive ourselves into believing that we are somehow better in our own nature because of God's grace, then we are setting ourselves up to fall right back into the darkness of our own human wisdom. We are not better in nature, nor can we be. For to be better in nature would mean we are somehow now more capable on our own of being what God wants us to be. This is perhaps one of the deepest mysteries of the gospel. If we are not better then why should we even consider the gospel message? The answer to that is simple. Since we can do nothing to make ourselves better in nature, we need to rely on the one who can, in the end, change us and by his grace overcome our evil nature. In this sermon, we want to look at the benefits of wisdom. The first benefit is the wisdom contributes to a full and rewarding life. Secondly, it provides us with protection. And lastly, is of paramount value to those who seek it. As we said last week, wisdom and righteousness cannot be separated. Both God's wisdom and righteousness are gifts given in Jesus Christ. Are you... As you are made aware through God's wisdom that you're a sinner whose own righteousness is but filthy rags and you are totally unworthy of anything from God, that is when you begin to experience God's grace. It is through his grace that you come to see Jesus Christ as your only hope of salvation and you begin To live in the wisdom of God. As you live in that wisdom, it begins to contribute to a full and rewarding life. Your basic nature has not been changed at this point. It's the same sinful nature. 
Check your heart. Check your heart. See if there's any sin there. If you find sin, then you must understand it comes from that old nature. Well, if you are not better in nature, what has happened? What has God really done? You have to be, you have been touched by the grace of God. It's that simple. God has reached down and touched you with his grace. Because of the grace God has given you, you can now live a better life even though you still have the old sinful nature. This is the first benefit of God's wisdom at work in you. You can have an abundant life, spiritual life and blessings because of God's grace. Here is the revelation of how God works in the hearts of sinful men. Look at Proverbs 3, verses 21 and 22. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion so that they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. When you're blessed by God's grace and wisdom, you can see the truth. And if you will keep it ever before you, it will provide sound wisdom and much discretion. If you should slip in your diligence of the study of God's word, then the old nature raises its head and you no longer exhibit sound wisdom and discretion. You cannot grow apart from God's grace, no matter how much you learn. If you turn your back on his grace, you lose all. This wonderful benefit of God's wisdom is only available as long as you are trusting in Jesus Christ and in him alone. That's what Solomon tells us when he says, so they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. You can never have anything good enough in your heart to make God accept you. Please understand that. You don't have anything of worth to lay before God. You come with open hands saying, Lord, I have nothing. I need you. I need Jesus Christ. You can never have anything that would make you acceptable before God. The, only, the grace and wisdom of God are the only things that will please him enough to cause you to enter his presence. Proverbs 19.8 He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will find good. Do you love your soul? Do you desire to prosper with a full and rewarding life? Do you want to have an abundant spiritual life with many blessings? Then understand, the only way is through full and unwavering trust in Jesus Christ and in Jesus Christ alone. You must realize you never had nor ever will have of yourself anything to offer God. Anything that pleases God in your life comes from Jesus Christ. So the benefit of God's wisdom is that you can live a better spiritual life even though you're not better by nature. Not only are there benefits to you in the area of your spiritual life, but also in the area of happiness and satisfaction. Proverbs 3.13 Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. Proverbs 3, 17 through 18. Here the writer refers to wisdom in the female gender. 
Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy are all who retain her. Now, the reason for all this happiness and satisfaction that comes from God's wisdom is that you are no longer having to fret over what is right and wrong. You now have an absolute standard of right behavior. That standard is God's word. You have something with which to compare your actions. This is great relief for anyone. There is something solid and unchangeable upon which to build your life. The word of God doesn't change. They don't put out a new edition of it every few, through a few months because they've made changes to it. It's the same as it was the day God gave it. What peace this gives. What pleasant ways this leads to. Here is the tree of life. It is full of trust in God and his word. This is the fruit of happiness. To trust in him and in him alone for all you need. We don't need anything except what God can, would give us. That's where our need lies. It lies in our spiritual life. Remember in the garden, there were two trees in the center. One, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The other, the tree of life. The tree of life was the means ordained by God for the preservation of everlasting life. The wisdom of God now maintains man in the spiritual life of God's grace and the communion of his spirit. Once the way was barred to this tree, none could touch it. Now your way is open to this tree, into a better paradise by the grace offered in Jesus Christ. And even when God's almighty power enables you to lay hold of it, it's the same miraculous power of grace. It is the same continuing power renewing your effort of faith to keep you strong in your belief of God's grace in your life. This wisdom also benefits you through a growing confidence and an inner strength. Understand, this is not your own doing, but comes from God's grace. Proverbs 14, 8. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. This is speaking of an understanding of one's own soul. It is self-knowledge and self-control based on a divine revelation for need for guidance. In other words, we see that you cannot do for yourself. We need to learn that lesson. It's so important that we recognize we can't do for ourselves. What is that going to cause us to do when we understand it? It's going to cause us to turn to the Lord in prayer. It's going to cause us to lay before him the concerns of our heart and ask him to guide us through those concerns. It is, in other words, you need to see that you cannot do for yourself. That's very important. You realize that you are totally dependent upon God's grace. Why? Because of your old nature is ever lurking in the background. It's waiting for the opportunity to drag you back into the darkness. Proverbs 24, 5. 
A wise man is strong, yes. A man of in knowledge increases strength. The more you know, the more you know about yourself and the sinful nature that is within you, such knowledge causes you to become confident in the grace of God and opens for you greater benefits of God's wisdom in your life. Isn't that wonderful? God's building us up. He's doing it. We aren't doing it. He's doing it for us. The remaining benefits of this wisdom toward a full and rewarding life are kind of byproducts of the first three benefits. Please understand, this is not of your own doing, but comes from God's grace. The first of these byproducts is honor and respect. Proverbs 3.35, the wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. If you hold to God's wisdom and believe in Jesus Christ, if you believe in him as the full embodiment of that wisdom, then indeed you will have honor. You will have the honor of being with him in heavenly places. You will have the honor of being called holy. You will have the honor of being seated with him. You will have the honor of being called his brother. You will also have the honor of spending eternity with he and the Father. Not only will you have honor, but also you will have respect. Proverbs thirteen fifteen, Good understanding gains favor, but the way of the faithful is hard. The wisdom of God working in the life of a believer hardens the character to all manly devices and develops practical godliness in the life. Joseph, the son of Jacob, through the wisdom of God, acquired many valuable rules. These rules gave him great favor in the eyes of others. They were of essential service to him in his various and important responsibilities. We are told even of Jesus, as he increased in wisdom, he also increased in favor with God and man. Friends, listen closely. For what I say is of eternal significance. The only way to honor and respect is through the wisdom of God as you find it in Jesus Christ. All men have bad hearts, bad spirits, and bad records. Jesus Christ has a perfect heart, spirit, and record, and he has promised to all who will hear and believe to give them a place in his perfect life. Put off the old nature. Put on the fresh and new nature given through Christ Jesus. Exchange your old filthy rags of righteousness for the snow-white robes of righteousness, of Christ's righteousness, and you will receive the honor and respect that belongs to Jesus Christ. But beware. Never try to pick those old filthy rags of self-righteousness up again. Leave them alone. Another byproduct of the benefits of wisdom is prosperity and long life. Remember, these are blessings of a spiritual nature, spiritual prosperity, and everlasting life. Proverbs 3.16 Length of days is in her right hand, in her left hand riches and honor. Now we begin by saying wisdom gives the benefit of an abundant spiritual life and many spiritual blessings. 
Here's the final result of that spiritual life accompanied by its greatest blessing. Length of days. Days that stretch into an eternity. An eternity so vast no end will ever be perceived. Riches and honor that cannot even be conceived by the heart of man are awaiting all who have received the wisdom of God. This will be the blessing of all who have heard the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Those who have believed, those who have put their trust in Christ and in him alone. You're told by wisdom herself in Proverbs 8.21 of the reward for following her. It says that I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth, that I may fill their treasuries. The work is done by wisdom, not by you. Therefore, you should be able to see that the old nature is never changed, but is slowly suffocated and at last killed completely by, by, by God's grace at Christ's return. This idea of grace doing all the work is clearly established. Proverbs 24, verses 3 and 4. Through wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. The last byproduct of the benefits of wisdom is that it gives a successful home. That successful home comes only through Jesus Christ. By God's wisdom, which we said last week, has as its nature salvation. Jesus Christ was sent into this sinful world, this sinful, rebellious world, to live the perfect life, to die the atoning death in order that God's people should be saved. When you believe and trust in Christ, you're taking into his heart and his perfect life is applied to you and his atoning death becomes your declaration of justification. Everything you have is grounded in your relationship with Christ. Even though you rebelled against God and were hostile to him. Because of Jesus Christ, you are now set free from your sin and are promised total deliverance from your sinful nature as you stand before him in heaven. You have the promise of a wonderful, successful, eternal home in Jesus Christ, who is God's eternal wisdom. Not only does wisdom contribute to a full and rewarding life, it also provides protection to the believer in this lifetime. The thing you must remember is that the protection spoken of is a protection from evil ways and desires. In other words, this is a spiritual protection. In the New Testament, we are clearly told that all who believe and trust in Jesus Christ in this lifetime will suffer many of the same things he suffered. Because the world hated him, it will hate you also. Because it persecuted him, it will persecute you also. I don't want anyone leaving this morning thinking because they believe in Christ nothing bad will ever happen to them. That is simply not true. The one thing I can promise you because scripture promises it is that nothing bad spiritually will ever befall you as long as you rest in God's wisdom. <clears throat> What are we being taught about wisdom? Proverbs 4, 6. 
Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. The wisdom of God is built into it a protective nature. It delivers all who believe and trust from all harmful situations. Proverbs 133. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. God's wisdom protects from the fear of evil. No matter what type of situation you're in, you can be assured that you need not fear evil. Christ told us not to fear men who could kill the body, but fear God who could destroy both body and soul in hell. Once you have called on Jesus Christ and turned away from your sinful ways, trusting in him and in him alone, you need never again fear evil. What can evil do to destroy your life with Christ? It can do nothing. You are given by God's grace a place in eternity with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, understand, we know a lot of bad things happen to Christians, those who are holding fast to their faith. We talked about the Roman Empire and how many people they martyred in the first years of the of the church. But not one of those people went to hell. They went to heaven. They were delivered from this world and from the evil of this world. Evil could not keep them out of heaven. And we need to understand that. Evil men can do all kinds of things to us, but they cannot destroy the relationship we have with Jesus Christ. can do nothing you are given by God's grace a place in eternity with your Lord and Savior Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 1 7 that we have been given we have not been given a spirit of fear Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 1 7 we have not been given a spirit of fear listen to that listen to those words what are they telling you? God is with you. You don't have to fear evil. The Apostle John in 1 John 4.18 tells us that perfect love casts out fear. So you can see that as believers, there's no room in our hearts for fear. That's because they have been filled with God's wisdom and are protected by his hedge. You are also told that wisdom will keep you from making any serious mistakes. Proverbs 3, 21 through 23, 21 and 23. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. Then you will walk safely in your way, and your foot will not stumble. As long as you depend on God's wisdom and constantly study God's word, then you will not have to worry about making bad spiritual decisions. Jesus Christ is the perfect embodiment of God's wisdom. The man who has pledged his trust in Christ will always be guided by the Holy Spirit. Proverbs 4, 11 and 12. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. And when you run, you will not stumble. It is only God's wisdom that gives this kind of assurance. 
as a believer in Jesus Christ, there's no mistake you can make that can stop you from coming to the final reward of eternal life in Jesus Christ. For it is only by God's wisdom that one can attain that reward. This area of wisdom is from evil people and evil deeds. For the believer, this is perhaps the area of the greatest importance to those who are still walking around in the old flesh. Proverbs 2, verses 10 and 13. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is, the pleasant, is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you, understanding will keep you to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things, from those who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. This begins with the wonderful promise of peace, the promise of contentment in your heart as wisdom overshadows your old nature as it begins to mold you into the image of Jesus Christ. You can see this in verses 10 and 11. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you, understanding will keep you. In verse 12, you're told wisdom can deliver you, not from wicked men themselves, but it is there to deliver you from the way of evil. It will save you from the ways of two types of evil men. First, from those who have never accepted any kind of moral teaching. Those who are evil in every way from men whose words are perverse. These are men who accept nothing as a guide but themselves. Today, they would fall into line with those who teach that you need to build up your self-image. Everything they believe in revolves around the idea that man is the greatest being in the universe. The second type of these evil men wisdom delivers from you from are those who leave the path of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. This is the most dangerous to us, especially today. These are the great hypocrites that declare their love for God and Christ and then turn away and go their own direction. How many of these TV preachers have you seen that happen to? This world is full of these types, leaders of cults as well as heretical groups throughout the church. It is only as one studies God's word diligently, as you immerse yourself in this wisdom, that you will be protected from such false teachers. You've got to know the word. So all who trust in Jesus Christ must say, as Proverbs 7, 4 and 5 instructs, say to wisdom, you're my sister, and call understanding your nearest kin, that they may keep you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. When wisdom is your constant and beloved companion, you need not worry about the schemes of evil, for wisdom will open your eyes so you can clearly see them coming. Wisdom holds the greatest of spiritual value. Proverbs sixteen sixteen. How much better to get wisdom than gold? To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. Now, you all need to listen to this, but especially young people need to hear this. Money 
that's gold and silver, can buy many things, but happiness and peace are not among their treasures. They don't have those on their list. These things come only from God's wisdom, and there is no substitute. Proverbs 3, verses 14 and 15. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver, and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. You cannot even begin to imagine. I want you to think about that a minute. You can't even begin to imagine the treasures that are awaiting the one who covets God's wisdom above all things. Once the gifts made clear in Scripture is eternal life. This is not just a life that goes on forever. This is a life lived in the presence of your Creator. A life of perfection, a life where there is never a tear to shed nor a need that goes unmet. A life of unequal love, peace, and commitment. In conclusion, let me pose one question to you. How can you find such a life? Can you earn it by works? Do you have to be a lucky and lucky and win the eternal lottery? No. None of these things is the path to eternal life. The path to eternal life begins with the wisdom of God. That wisdom is found only in the perfect embodiment in Jesus Christ. There is no other way to have a life of love, peace, and contentment than to trust in the one sent by God the Father to reveal his wise and wonderful plan of redemption. That one is the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If you have been one who trusted in any of these things, we said, they are not the path to eternal life. Can't find eternal life through them. You must understand there's not a single human being that can please God by his genealogy, by his works, or by his self-worth. Jesus Christ is the only man that pleases God. He came and did everything God required for men to be saved. He lived the perfect life, died the atoning death, and won the resurrection victory to open heaven's gate, to open it to all who place their hope, their trust in him and in him alone. Even in your salvation, you cannot please God. So that means you're ever dependent on Christ and on his righteousness for your place in heaven with the triune God. Open your ears and hear his wisdom and trust in the words and works of Christ Jesus. Trust in him and in him alone because there's no other way to be saved. Let us pray. Father, we know that without your grace, we would not be able to look to you. We know how desperately we need your help. You have sent your Son into this world to do for us all those things we could never do for ourselves. Hear now our prayer. Grant us the wisdom to live our lives with holiness. Help us to trust in you, O Lord, with all of our heart and to lean not on our own understanding. 
Help us to take the wisdom you have given us in your word and apply it in our lives and be witnesses of your grace and mercy. Our hearts are filled with thanksgiving for all you have done for us. Through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.